There's a verse from the passage of Amos that we read today that might sound familiar to you. Let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Martin Luther King Jr. quoted this line in his famous I Have a Dream speech. And this verse is a beautiful image in a difficult passage and from a very disturbing book of the Bible. But these words justice and righteousness come up over and over again in the Bible, especially right after God frees the people from slavery in Egypt. God is trying to teach the people the best ways to live. After all, they're now representatives of God's power and mercy. God asks the people to always do justice and be righteous, and God tells them how. Starting with the Ten Commandments, which are broader, and then getting to the nitty-gritty, the books of the Hebrew law, Leviticus and Deuteronomy, all say protect widows, poor people, immigrants, and orphans, because these are the people that fall through the cracks in their society. The laws even give clear instructions about promoting equity in their community and protecting the earth with a schedule of Sabbath years for the land and Jubilee years. The book of Leviticus says that these are times of forg to forgive all debts, release all prisoners, leave the land fallow so it can rejuvenate, and return anything that was unfairly gained. These books of the law teach that all resources belong to God, and so all resources should be shared by all. In the book of Amos, uh, which was written in approximately 750 BC, Amos, a simple shepherd and fig farmer, calls out the people for not living up to their commitment. Amos is disgusted by the behavior of his community. He says that other nations may have brutally attacked and stolen things from their neighbors and sold people into enslavement, but his people and his community have clear laws from God against this kind of behavior. And yet these same problems are happening here. The book touches on these egregious behaviors through Amos's colorful images. Amos says, they sell the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample the heads of the poor into the dust of the earth. And that might be a bit of an exaggerated image, and historians tell us that essentially the poor were being exploited with crippling debt while the rich continued to get richer. They built themselves lovely houses and safe communities while those who were in debt were forced into demeaning labor just to make ends meet. Another vivid verse says that the clothes of the poor would be taken as collateral, and while they walked away naked, the wealthy would use those, their clothes as picnic blankets. Amos goes on to say that as a chosen people, they seem to believe that they are destined to manifest more stability and more luxury, but really, they are more accountable than other nations because they were chosen. He says, I made your children prophets, but you told them not to speak. And so Amos says there will be consequences. I will pause here because I'm not a fire and brimstone preacher 
Images of an angry God make me squeamish and defensive. But something in this book of Amos speaks deeply to me. In a country with so many privileges and powers, I'm terrified by the financial corruption that we live in. There are many sources with varying statistics that I won't bother to uh, quote here, but I'll tell you the things that scare me. There are people in our country who are unstable because of payday loans, medical debt, student debt, generational poverty, the bail bond system, unaffordable housing, the racial wealth gap, the gender pay gap. And it seems like our institutions are constructed to keep income inequality in place, with complex systems to request benefits when needed, and complex systems like the stock market to acquire savings. We might be the people that Amos is talking to. While others are being tortured by poverty, are we the ones that have solemn assemblies and make offerings? I don't know if God accepts our offerings or not, but I do know that we can do better. Every week, the person who is meant to preach that Sunday leads a Bible study, uh, and in the Bible study group this past Thursday, someone said, well, this passage isn't good for stewardship season, <sighs> and it's not. But our faith calls us to be uncomfortable, and churches all around the country are wrestling with the same discomfort. What do we do with accumulated wealth? Is it ours to keep? What does God ask us to do with our many blessings? And where do we start? I'll finish by saying I don't know where we start. But I do know that God has asked us to wrestle with this. So, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like ever-flowing streams. Amen. <laughs>